Welcome to Cruise Kibbits, where we give you all the advice that you didn't ask for. Hello, everyone. How are you? We hope you are doing well, and welcome to the first official episode of Cruise Kibbits. Where we give you all the advice you didn't ask for. Isn't it right, Kiki? That's right. That's right. So today on our first official episode, we figured it was only fitting that we talk to you guys about first time cruisers and the advice we would give anyone if they are cruising for the first time. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We can share what we have with you because, listen, we want you to learn the easy way and not the hard way like we learned. (laughs) Right. So many mistakes and mistakes can cost money and that's what we don't want. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I think we'll go ahead and kick things off. And the first thing that we have here today on the list is... Having change for your porters and your drivers. So it is very important because that's something I just was not aware of. I was so excited to get on my very first cruise that I didn't think about being able to tip the people who actually work hard to bring your luggage to your room or drop you off at port. So it's very important that before you get on your cruise that you do kind of keep those people in mind and keep change for them. We just say, you know, go to the bank before your cruise and break down those 20s down in the ones and fives. I'm going to have those in your back pocket just to make sure that you can take care of the people who take care of you. And that was something I learned really hard. (laughs) You do not want to be the one that's standing there with somebody moving all your hundred bags for you. Yeah. Putting their hand like you, it ain't a good feeling for you and it sure ain't a good feeling for them. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And you know, it's it's crazy because we went and we were just like everybody saying, once you pay for your cruise, your cruise is paid for. And the first thing that you do is get to the port, drop your luggage out, and somebody sticks their hand out. (laughs) Just like I wasn't accounting for that. Uh, (laughs) You may not think about, you know, because you're thinking about things you have to pay for shipboard, but you're not thinking about getting there before and the money that you have to dish out beforehand. So Yes, absolutely. So make sure you keep that in your budget. Our next tip for our loyal listeners. I would say uh, pay in advance as much as you can. So you can not only pay for your cruise in advance, but you can you can pay for some excursions in advance if you're doing like third party excursions or, of course, excursions through the ship. You can get maybe cruise cash to put on your card in advance. Now I like making sure that I walk off the ship with a zero balance. <laughs> I have nothing to pay for when I go go home. I put money on my on my sale and sign card in advance. I get cruise cash and that takes care of all my drinks, anything that I buy, shipboard, any specialty dining that I just add on. I take care of that all up front so I don't have to leave and come home with the bill. Only smiles. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. <laughs> for um, some of our listeners, cruise cash is a carnival thing. So mm-hmm. you can look and see if different lines you can do the same thing. But cruise cash is exclusive to carnival. I mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, good. I know like Disney, you can buy gift cards and you can use uh-huh. gift cards to put towards your balance. So if you mm-hmm. too, that's another way to do it. Every time we you know, wanted to have a little bit of money to put towards our cruise, yes. we would just buy a gift card and we have that when we got ready to go. So 
that's mm-hmm. something to think about too. Another way to just make sure because nobody wants that big, huge balance at the end exactly. of the day. No. And no surprises. No surprises. <laughs> and that and that kind of leads into you know another tip of settling your bill. Make sure you settle your bill the night before you debark that cruise. So have all your fun, <laughs> but make sure that if you, even if you don't have a credit card on file, if you make sure you're not at negative balance. And most of the cruise lines, they have apps you can download or you can go to your um, your cabin TV and look at your bill and see what is owed. Go ahead and make sure that is taken care of the night before, because if you wait for the morning of debarkation, one, the line is going to be super long, and two, you do not want to get ready to get off that ship. They scan your car and they're like, nope, go back the other way and hit guest services up. So definitely make sure that you settle your bill the night before. Now, can I add on a little tidbit for that for for all the morning risers? Now, if you are a morning riser, I I tend to get up like 5 a.m. or something like that. So if you get up like 5 or 6 a.m., there's nobody in line. I can't stay up, you know, till 12, one o'clock trying to settle my bills. So I would, if I had a bill or something, I would get up like five, six o'clock AM, go down there, everybody sleep. And I go right up to the counter, take care of that bill and I'm gone. <laughs> All right. See, that's a good tip. I'm not one of those people. I do it. I wake up at five o'clock to go to work every day. I don't want to wake up at five o'clock. <laughs> I'm the one that they dragging off of the next week. Yes. <laughs> oh man, that's that's awesome. <laughs> Going back to something you said, see, about not wanting any surprises. Mm-hmm. This is something that I was going to suggest, which is research the ship that you are going on. I have had situations where I went on a cruise and I loved a whole bunch of things about that cruise. And I booked another cruise based off of that. And guess what? That second ship I booked didn't have all that stuff in the first one. It's a tough thing to find that out once you're already on the ship. So, you know, make sure, you know, if it's certain things that you've seen other people doing in vlogs or that you've heard people talk about on cruising, make sure that you look at that cruise line's website, find information about the particular ship that you want to book on and make sure that those things that you want to do are actually available on the ship that you're going to be sailing on. That is important. That is very important. That's that's actually really good. All right. One thing that I would say that sometimes people forget is as soon as they get on the ship, putting your phone in airplane mode and then then to get all of those roaming charges and rack up those charges. Uh -uh. (laughs) I've dealt with it. That's an expensive mistake. (laughs) One time. It only takes one time. You don't know. And you know, the good thing about that is most carriers now have actual packages for cruising. So you can actually look look to your carrier, give them a call and just see, um, you know, what kind of service they can provide for you, even if it's off of off of the ship on different ports. If you have coverage and if you don't, what they can do for you so you don't incur those charges when you get in port, too, because the first thing people do when they get off the ship is check their messages but you don't right. think that you're not home. So make sure you check with your carrier before you leave. That's really important. Yes. Like I said, expensive mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have another tip. Getting on board when you're packing and getting on board, making sure that you pack 
clothes to change into before dinner because you may not get your luggage until dinner or after. So just making sure that you have that extra set of clothes just in case you don't get your luggage on time. Yeah, and definitely any medications that you have to take. Never trust that those are going to make their way to your room through, you know, whatever cruise line you're on. Just always have that with you because you don't know how long it's going to take for your bags to get to you, and you don't want to be without medication. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And one thing I have noticed people doing, we haven't done it yet because (laughs) we are crazy cruisers, but take pack your swimsuit in your carry-on. Pack it and then just jump in the pool because what we have noticed is not a lot of people use the pool on the first day. But once you get further into that cruise, people are going to be in that pool and it's not going to be as pretty as it is the first day. Especially if you wait till sea day. There's a sea of people in that pool trying to go at the same time. But once again, if you get up at 5 or 6 a.m., hey, (laughs) nobody's there. I'm just I saying we have the late nights and then the early mornings or early morning ones in the middle. Yes. <laughs> but hey, since we're talking about packing stuff, make sure that you pack any kind of little thing that you might need for this trip that you're going on, whether it's you know medicine and i'm talking over-the-counter stuff pain medicine stomach medicine you know something that that will help you if you have seasickness things like that take that with you because those items are very expensive on the ship they are available but you are going to pay a lot more for them on the ship than you would if you were at home and it's really not worth paying that much for like you can just Take it. Those are small items. They don't take up a whole lot of space. And really, you should take a small first aid kit with you as well with some bandage, you know, some ointment, things like that. Because, again, those items are very costly if you have to buy them on board. Exactly. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had an incident where on um, our Mardi Gras cruise the last night, I actually broke out in hives. I had no idea where it came from. Oh, and uh-huh. we went around looking for a Benadryl just to take. And I finally found some of my luggage that I packed. And I didn't realize I had packed it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, imagine how much it would have cost if I didn't pack that Benadryl on the ship. Um, yeah. You know, you might be paying upwards of $10, $15 for a four or five pack of Benadryl versus just going ahead and getting it in the grocery store or at your drugstore at home and just bringing it with you. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, one tip that I can offer is for uh, first-time cruisers, when you book your cruise, make sure that if you can, sign up for your dining time as early as possible. Because a lot of times, uh, the your time dining and the 6 p.m. dining, the early dining, a lot of times if you wait until closer to the cruise, those times are taken and all you have left is the late dining. So if you have a preference on what time you like to eat dinner, just reserve that time slot as soon as you book your cruise. Yeah, that's really good advice. Um, I'll also add to that. There are specialty dining options available on many ships. Not all ships, but many ships have that. And that's something I didn't know the first time I cruised. You know, I cruised for the first time. I cruised with some family members uh, who I loved, and they were avid cruisers. <laughs> like, they cruised on a regular basis. And so I listened to them. I didn't feel like I needed to research nothing. I'm with some people who know what they're doing. I ain't got to look up nothing. I know what's going on. No. They were not the type to do specialty dining. Some people are, some people aren't. Some people say, I've paid enough for this cruise. I'm going to take the options that come with it and be happy with that. Mm -hmm. And others like to 
splurge a little bit to do specialty dining options. I like to do specialty dining options, and I wish I would have known those were available my first cruise, but I didn't know till I came back, and I was kind of saucy. Like, what? why didn't nobody tell me? I could have went to the steakhouse, but got, you know, a porterhouse. Or something. Like, why y'all, why y'all, what hope is for me? Right. But yeah, so that again goes back to doing a little bit of research and knowing yeah. what it is like and what you're looking for. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That goes back to the point you made earlier. Hey, jump on that website and look at the exact ship that you're going on to, and find out, I mean, all the venues, like what what specialty dining or all the dining options that they have and all the entertainment that they have, all the activities. I mean, just research the whole ship so you know, you know what to expect. Yes. Like mm -hmm. I, and I love the comedy show, and I ended mm -hmm. up on a ship that didn't have a comedy club, and I was what? just like, "Wait, what cruise was that?" <laughs> this was the Carnival Paradise years ago. That was probably twenty fourteen, fifteen, wow. somewhere around that time frame. It's revamped now. They've done some upgrades, yeah. so it has some additional things. But it didn't even have a guy's burger at the time. Like it didn't have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I never stepped foot on a ship without researching it again. It makes a huge difference for your experience, especially because if you know you like certain things, why book a ship that is not going to be conducive to what you want to do? So you're absolutely right. Do that research ahead of time. I mean, I mean, that's the smart thing to do. I mean, and we have YouTube and people like us who do it for you. So you can know if you want to go. <laughs> I booked that sailing because it was cheap and it was available quickly. And that's what I was looking for. And I was like, I don't care. I just want to be on the ship. No, yes. no. This, it's a waste of money. No matter how cheap the cruise is, if you spend however much money on it and you don't get the experience out of it that you're looking for, you've wasted your money. I don't care how cheap it was. So. I agree. Yeah. Well, you know, just like when we were talking dining, the one thing that people also are not aware of is that when you go into the main dining room, even for breakfast, if you go and do like sea day brunch outside of the Lido deck and going to have um, lunch in the buffet, you can actually order what you want in the main dining room. Order what you want at dinner. Like they want you to eat that food. My my husband tells me all the time, they want us to order this food. They keep and they do. They actually ask you, sure you don't want to try this. You sure you don't want to try that. They push mm -hmm. the food on you. So order what you want. If you want two appetizers and three entrees, ask for them all. It, they'll they'll right. have yes. to it's a seven day cruise. They don't want me to stop at one last I can remember a couple of times when I was trying to decide between this or that, and and the uh, the server will say, "Well, just get both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just get both. So. They'll show up with them extra dishes at your table. Yes, they will. And I always felt obligated to eat my first cruise. I felt obligated to eat what they brought me. And I remember when the server was like, well, you sure you don't want something else? I was like, no, I'm, I'm fine. Because in my mind, I was thinking, well, I'll just go to the buffet. I didn't think that I could order something mm -hmm. else. And then mm -hmm. I just started noticing people around us, like they're coming with, they got the prime rib and the lobster and the chicken. Uh -huh. Oh, wait a minute. I could probably order what I want. And then I ordered what I wanted and they brought it. So I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Well, bring me back that menu. <laughs> but you know, also that's the perfect opportunity to try things that you've never mm -hmm. tried before, that you've never heard of before. Cause if you don't like it, that's fine. I mean, give yourself the opportunity to try something different, try something new. I so. say yes, <laughs> but I've yet to try escargot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Listen, I have not I'm tried it. it but butter and garlic, but it's good. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I'm, I was forced to try calamari once. Ah. And, um, yeah. So, no, I'm not. I just can't. <laughs> My thing that I, you know, I can't try is the, I, and I hear they're good, but the frog legs, I, I just, I, no, I'm not there yet. I'm not no. there. I may try the escargot, but no, or but the frog legs, that's a whole different animal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on board with the frog legs either. I'll admit, <laughs> I'll eat calamari. Yes. I'll eat the escargot. I'm not mm -hmm. going with the frog legs though. Everybody's got to have a limit. <laughs> exactly. Well, is there any last tips that you guys want to give out to our first time cruisers? Anything that you think is important for them to think about before booking their cruise? I do. <laughs> I would say don't try to do every single activity on the ship because you will come home from your cruise needing a vacation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So just try to pace yourself, do a few things at a time, but you know, don't kill yourself trying to do everything running here and there because you will wear yourself out yes. and you go home feeling like, you know, you have not had a vacation because you've been running all over the place. So yes. <laughs> That's a good point. Like you it really is. don't it, it's the perfect opportunity to just really have some time to relax. You don't have to drive anywhere. You don't have to pay anything if you don't want to, aside from what you already paid to get there. Like it's the perfect, you can you can disconnect, you can turn the phone off, ain't gotta deal with no emails or social media if you choose. It's just a really good opportunity to be able to to, to relax and you should make some time to do that while you're on a cruise. Yes, absolutely. Then what you didn't do on that particular cruise, you can just book another cruise and just, you know, do part two. There you <laughs> go. Always a reason to book another cruise. Always, <laughs> always. Well, they say any day out on the high seas is a good day, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it's better doesn't than a day at home. Yep, as long as you're not home, right? So right. Um, I think the only other thing that I would suggest is just make sure, and, and this is a thing that everybody goes back and forth on, it may be a point of contingency for some people, but tip your cabin stores. I think is very important to take care of them because some, depending on the cruise lines, they're in your cabins twice a day, making sure that you are comfortable, making sure everything is taken care of. If you need to call them for anything, they're bringing it to you. They work very hard. So you don't have to clean up and you can relax and be on vacation. Um, so make sure, even, I mean, it's up to you, your discretion. I'm not going to tell people how to tip, but just leave them a little something extra just to let them know that you are appreciative of what they've done. I really think it's very important to make sure your cabin stewards are taken care of. Yeah, And I would say, especially if you're like me and you ask for things. <laughs> <laughs> so I always ask for, as soon as I get on the ship, I always ask for a robe and uh, a mattress topper and hangers, you know, so, but I also, you know, tip before the first day and the last day of my cruise. That's just the way that I do it. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, if I ask for things, then yeah, I want to do a little extra something for them as well. So. Yeah. Well, you tipping on the first day, I didn't even think about that because they're, they'll know you're going to take care of them, right? right. So you tip on the first right. day, you might get that little bit of extra. <laughs> That you were to get. That's, yeah. that's, look at you teaching me something. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> look at 
hurt you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just something that I, I don't know. And I don't know where I got the idea from. I just take the, the total amount that I know I'm going to tip and I just split it in half. I give half the first day and half the last day. Very smart. Very smart. That's good idea. I've never done that either. We always tip at the end. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> my my one last piece of advice is just have fun, have a good time, enjoy yourself. It is a cruise. It is not a bubble away from real life. So just, you know, don't walk into it thinking you're not going to run into people that's in a bad mood. You just don't be that person. Remember yeah, that you're yeah. on a cruise and you could be in a million other places, but you're not. You're on a cruise ship. You get an opportunity to enjoy yourself away from everyday life and just keep that in mind and be open minded about your experience and have a good time. Yes. Your cruise, your way. That's right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Well, ladies, this was such a great discussion. I appreciate you guys being here for our first official episode of Cruise Kibbits. It has been amazing and very special. It was fun. It was fun. And we thank everyone who has listened and stuck it out with us and, and joined us on our first episode as well. Any question that you guys may have, go ahead and send them over to us at Cruise Kibbits on Instagram. You can also send us a message via email at cruisekibbits at gmail.com. And we do have a website where you can submit your comments. We will post it below in the description box. So thank you guys. Thank you ladies for being here and happy cruising everyone. Happy cruising y'all. <laughs>